so I could read that number and not get it wrong. Uh, <laughs> we're tirades and a passion, please. Have a home. Uh, of course, again, talking about Red Wings rant. Today we're going to be talking, finally, our NHL 21 conversation uh, so we can let you know uh, more than a month in if you should <laughs> unload and, and spend some cash. But we're also going to spend the Red Wings cash. That's right. We're going to spend uh, all the remaining salary cap uh, or all that cap space for the Detroit Red Wings. After Anthony Mantha signs, of course, that also means we're going to talk Anthony Mantha's uh, brand new contract, what that means for the Red Wings, and uh, frankly, to me, what this says a lot about, because I think we all knew Mantha was going to get signed, uh, about Steve Eiserman and what he thinks about Mantha and what he thinks about the rest of, uh, of the Detroit Red Wings here. Uh, so sit back and relax here for a second. We do have one ad from the Hockey Podcast Network, the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. Uh, have a listen, and then, of course, uh, subscribe if, uh, if it sounds like fun. Ha-ha! Some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And now Semenko out in front of the goal, pounding away at Joe Kocher, who's down on the ice. Holding the back of his head. Um, you know, actually, what, what really surprised me, especially with Twitter being like Leaf Nation, was Grimson over Colton Orr. That actually, that voting really surprised me. I didn't think that would happen. Don't forget to catch the Fourth Line Voice Podcast wherever you find your podcast, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Mark Bergevin. Everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah, oh, and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah, blah, blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Bergevin's hilarious. No, this guy was a riot. You know, he would uh, have to be at the bar, and he's like, oh, I just had a penis colada. And the girls would, like, give a double take. and be like, what? He's like, yeah, I had the penis colada. You know, I, it's not bad. You know, this Enforcer-based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from. Whoa! Ha-ha! <laughs> Hey, Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. Luckily, I, I've got my coffee and not a... Ooh, what do you got over there? Penis, you got a little... Uh, not a penis colada. Um, pork. I got yeah. a little panda. Look at that. Oh, uh, oh, they're so cute. I mean, I think a panda was one of the... Um, um, or no, maybe it was a raccoon. No, I can't remember. And, you know, they put together bunch of animals to kind of create the porg like they get their inspiration yeah, yeah. um so, so i'm like, glad i brought that up because i don't even remember which animal it was yeah like uh you know uh steven spielberg putting together like a, a walrus right. lion to make a t-rex and so they did like a, a cute animal medley to make the pork exactly um, but yeah so you're not drinking a penis colada are you maybe having a dick kiri <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, now now I'm a fan of Mark Bergevin. Um oh. all right, not I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> no, uh check out uh, Fourth Line Voice everybody on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh Mike, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, I know, we got and, real news this week. Very exciting. Well, Mike, I I wanted to jump in first cuz I I had some fun yesterday uh as a homeowner. Now we're both homeowners. We get to have these uh, conversations. Um how many trips to home? You've been you've been sitting on these for a couple of years, Matt, but while I was buying my house. So I, oh, I'm very excited many, to see what you have in store for me. So the so the temperature right uh this weekend in in Michigan in November mm. is, is 70. Yeah. Uh how many trips to Home Depot did you make yesterday? Yesterday we did not make a trip. Uh <laughs> instead we cleaned the back of the refrigerator, which had never been done. Oh, um, nice. we found uh Pet hair from three different generations of pets back there. Uh, so that's exciting. That's, um, yep, that's one word. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, a, a career highlight of mine, you brought it up. You asked what I did yesterday. So I did gardening shirtless, uh, listening to the DuckTales theme on my cell phone. So I didn't have headphones on. Everybody was watching the shirtless guy listen to DuckTales and snip uh, flowers in the front yard. So it was a, it was a pretty big day for me. Well, I, I mean, if I had to guess what you did yesterday, that was not going to be one of them. But uh, Shirtless yeah, DuckTales? 
<laughs> Which actually, you know, if I was really going to be true to DuckTales, I should have been pantless and just had like a blue polo shirt on or something. Yeah, and you do your little duck wag while you're doing your gardening. All right. Um, yeah, for me, it was uh, I, I needed to, to rake and then uh, I put up Christmas lights and uh, that I so the Christmas lights thing. I should probably save this for Manscaped, but this morning I put my jeans. You know, it, we I just throw on whatever because we're going to record first thing in the morning. Yeah, put my jeans on. I fell into one of our bushes yesterday trying to wrap <laughs> some lights around it. Yeah, and this morning I'm I'm jumping down the stairs like really hopping to and fro, and God damn it all to hell. If I still didn't have some prickers in these pants that apparently weren't pushed down <laughs> until this morning. So as I'm hopping down the stairs, I mean, it felt, I, I honestly thought there, there was a bug and I was getting bit because it Ooh. was multiple little prickers from that bush just went. And I, <laughs> I held on. Like, mm. I, I feel like a man now, like a real man um, because I didn't cry. Uh, but I did still look for attention by going ow which is my go-to um i don't know so it sounds like uh i don't know you're making up this weird gardening story it sounds like you were just in a title match with eddie kingston last night is that uh what really happened matt did you go through some thumbtacks <laughs> i think that would be preferred over how the real thing went down and knowing that my neighbors probably saw me fall into my bush last night <laughs> i i always think that whenever i'm doing outside yard work that i am the only like people turn off their televisions in the neighborhood because we have yeah. you know like like a cul-de-sac uh so it wraps around so everybody can see each other's houses yeah so I, I always just assume if i'm outside doing work the entire neighborhood has shut down oh, the yeah. tvs close you know all right, let's lock out the phones. I'm going to watch Matt do some more yard work. Um, well, uh, it's, it's never pretty. <laughs> I like to think I inspired the neighborhood yesterday. Not until the shirt came off, did because uh, my house is, it's almost like an island on a pedestal. Yeah. Everybody can see me on the front yard. And then oh, all yeah. of a sudden, everybody was outside uh, doing yard work. So <laughs> I definitely inspired people to get out there. Yeah, if the, new, if the new guy in town does yard work, that's when you start to feel guilty. Um, yeah. All right, Mike. You said we have real Red Wings news. There's, there's our banter. Now you know who we are. We're fun little giggle. Couple pussies. of Ducktail owners. <laughs> um, so, Matt Anthony Mantha is a Red Wing for years to come. Four of them, in Ooh. fact. Um, Matt, I, I, I don't know if Anthony Mantha just wanted Steve Eiserman to get a good Black Friday deal, but holy <laughs> God Almighty! Why did he agree to this? Uh, it feels like a no. discount to us. Um, it, it is. So the annual value is at five point seven. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Wow! Absolutely. Yeah. I. Uh, so I. I will. I'll push back just a teensy bit. Now we did the. We did another video. Uh, if you guys want to check out our YouTube channel, uh, where I. I looked at. Uh, just like with Tyler Bertuzzi, we we created this model that shows the projected uh points or i'm sorry the projected dollar spend per point so this is how much every team is spending uh to get a production of individual points out of a player so not necessarily a point in the standings this is a point of goals and assists rather whether or not it's the first or second assist uh it's how much you're paying to get one of those points so essentially what we're trying to say is you know wh which team is getting the most value from a production standpoint for, uh, you know out of their players and Anthony Mantha is still, uh, he, he's about a $10,000 savings uh, based on the average number being 100000 and he's right around 90000 And Mike, I will say, if you want to go check out that YouTube channel, I am still perfecting that um, model. So I, I'm doing, uh, as we talked last week about Don Lachizen, uh or Don Lachizen from um, The Athletic, I started putting together some weighted averages too. So I'm putting more weight on the last three years, which I think is more accurate, right? Like uh, we're going to analyze a projected point total for any of these players that uh, that I'm analyzing on our our, our model. Uh, so I took I took some I took some lessons from Dom, and I, I like to think that the model's even better. So I use those uh, weighting the last three years along with career stats and giving a little more weight to the last season 
we're projecting what the points are going to be. So as you watch the YouTube video and you move along the line and you see the weighted projected point totals and then mixed with the dollar spend, again, that's how we came up with like this average for who these comparable players are for uh, Anthony Mantha. Um, again, that average came out to be over 100,000 and Anthony Mantha's number, should he follow along the line of this projected total, which again, I think I, I, I'm, I'm not, it's not perfect. I'm not, I'm not done with the model, but right now it's been improved week to week. And uh, it does show Anthony Mantha's a $10,000 savings per dollar spend on every point. So, I, I mean, it is, it's a victory again for the Red Wings, but I think compared to what Tyler Bertuzzi, like what happened with Tyler Bertuzzi and where we could have seen that number and kind of, I think it's probably just the higher you get with the salary, like the, uh, the standard deviation starts to shrink. Yeah. Um, so it's still a great savings for the Red Wings, but I think Mantha gets a little bit closer to what he should have been paid compared to what Tyler Bertuzzi, uh, you know, that, that, that result, he probably should have gotten more years. He should have more security as he goes day to day in his life. And yeah. he probably should have a higher dollar number, but we talked that at, ad nauseum. So no, yeah, I, I just uh, just want to make sure we didn't not uh, reiterate that point. Uh, it kind of feels like the contract um, lengths sh- should have been flopped, but still the same uh, average annual value. Um, you know, Mantha getting 5.7, uh, maybe one year. Uh, can you just, can you give us one year without a boo-boo? And then uh, Tyler Bertuzzi That's a little a bit more point. length. Um, I, 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 I guess what they see it's- as Anthony is more of a long-term thing. And they know that he's um, like a talented guy. He's just got to, you know, keep that duct tape and spit together, you know, for the whole season. Come on, man. You've got it. Yes. No, I mean, that is that is the best point. And I think it's been brought up a teensy bit. But we really got to lay into the fact that Anthony Mantha is injury prone. So, like, again, I, I came along the line of like, all right, here's what happens if like, this is the problem with the model, right? So I said, this is what happens if Anthony Mantha finishes a season. Here's here's the points, right? And we're not – we don't know. We, what is Anthony Mantha ever going to look like if he finishes a season? Uh, we, we we just don't know. But I mean, the, is, part of the thing is he's such a big dude, and yeah. I think what he does is he just leans on that, and he's kind of um, – to do like a superstar NBA comparison, a little bit like Russell Westbrook, who just plays with reckless abandon, just crashing into the boards and killing himself against other people. Um, it's almost like we got to tell Mantha, listen, you're like our, our maybe our most skilled player. Just I know that you want to prove that you're a big boy, but just just take a step back. We want you for the whole season. We don't want you to murder yourself in game four, you know, of the regular season. It's a it's a long, long journey. We got to go all the way to Mordor on this one. You know, we're not just leaving Hobbiton to, uh, you know, Farmer Maggot's farm to get pumpkins. We we gotta we gotta go all the way. So just easy, easy. You know, take take the Samwise route. You know. <laughs> so another another element of this that I thought was um, kind of fun was that Mantha said he asked for seven seven on seven. So he wanted seven million at seven years and. I don't know if we want to play the game. Did we go in the middle or did Mantha just decide to go closer to what Iserman said? Because, you know, what is Iserman throwing out as, as a dollar amount, like on that first contract, right? Or did, or did really, or did Mantha just make the concession from the get go and just go, yeah, that's, uh, that's about right. So basically what I'm saying is did Iserman throw out $5 million and then he decided on 5.7? Uh, because again, that's another major win for Iserman. Another one where we didn't get close to, or we got close to the midpoint, but we're not even at the midpoint where that could have been. I love, uh, I love like a, a misunderstanding leads to that. You know, like Mantha's phoning into his agent. All right, let's let's put seven out there, and you know, five. Iserman's come back with five, and then his agent's like, "All right, so looks like we're gonna have a middle ground. It's gonna be five and seven. Nice." So like six? No, no, no. So it's gonna have five and seven <laughs> in the number. Maybe I didn't explain myself. So it's gonna be five point seven. That that's not in the middle. What? You agreed to it, right? You said five and seven. Touch piece. Touch piece. Touch, touch piece. move. You can't undo it. Yeah. <laughs> I already well, virtually I... I already virtually e signed you. God damn it. Ugh. It's done. 
Um, that's how Zoom. That's how Zoom negotiations work now. It's 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 a tough game. That's also, why Usherman's been so successful. One thing we got to follow up on: Are contracts e-signed, like a mortgage, like during COVID? Oh, that's a great question. You know, we used to get like those cool videos on uh, like DetroitRedWings.com or whatever. Or you know what? I think more recently it was just me seeing it happen with the Detroit Lions. But they bring the guy in, and they're like, "We can get content out of this." Yeah, like WWE. Yeah. Oh yeah, like A AEW was. Uh, <laughs> they were doing that all the time. The big, oh, the next big signing of some indie wrestler you've never heard of. What? No way. Um, and it would be like this, like eighty dollar leather bound book. But then on the inside, it's just like one piece of white stock paper from Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> Not even like the header of the company name. 70, 72 point font. Sign here. <laughs> Show it off. <laughs> All right. Um, Mike, another another fun element of, uh, of Anthony Mantha's signing is it gave us more opportunity for content on Twitter. Yay! Uh, so let me see if I can... Is this going to let me share? Um, I'm sorry. One sec here. There we go. Um, we did our uh, Be the GM for the week. Uh, yes. Oh, shoot. Oh, God. Oh, what am I doing? Let me, let me back up. Oh, my God. Everybody, hang on. Because we're going to play uh, Be the GM. Yes. <laughs> I did it again. Where I went Good music. All right. Get along. Uh, <laughs> That should be what I pull up and share the screen, right? Uh, when that's going down. Okay, here we are. Woohoo! We did it. Be the GM. Let's, uh, all right, let's make that a little bit smaller. Um, <clears throat> if y'all can see, uh, this week's Be the GM, uh, we, uh, which element of the Mantha signing is the most important to the Red Wings? And, uh, nice simple list here the AAV, of course, the 5.7 million. Uh, avoiding the Larkin UFA season, uh, which is just in reference to Larkin's contract ending and then Mantha's is ending the next season, so you don't have to worry about signing both of those guys. Uh, contract year timing. Uh, so you can see, actually, in, in my... Uh, <laughs> if you scroll down a little bit, if you guys go look at that tweet, uh, contract year timing coincides with the potential for huge numbers. And by that, I mean you could see Lucas Raymond, Cider, and Mantha all in a contract year. And Mike, as we all know, players like to perform a little bit better for some reason on their contract year. Uh, and number four is locking in a top six forward. Uh, so Red Wings faithful, they like that AAV and they like locking in a top six forward. Uh, not too excited about, uh, you know, that, that it doesn't matter too much to the Red Wings faithful about avoiding the Larkin UFA, UFA season. And I don't think anybody understood what I meant by contract year timing. So that's that's another element of that. Um, but yeah, let's uh you wanna chit chat about it? Um I gotta say my uh my my top priority was the average annual value. Um just historically and we're we're basically we're still we're still waiting for next season um to, to come to pass. Uh just because this one was pretty good. You know, we had a lot of cap space, a lot of contracts falling off, but we're going to have even more next year. Um, so I, I, knowing that Mantha is going to contribute to um, cap flexibility uh, for Steve to have some moves. And I know we're going to talk about how we could spend the rest of that money here in our coming segment. Um, but this contributes to it. Uh, you know, you get one of your core guys, you get them around for not too long a deal. It's not one of those seven, eight, nine, ten year deals. Right. Um, and I, I, I'm just, it's, it's, it's hard to just pick one out of this list, honestly, but I'll say the average annual value because we've just been getting spanked in our bare butt balls and back on a lot of these Red Wing deals. So I'm happy right now. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to go. And this has a lot to do with like projecting where these players are going to be at. But I actually, a, a little bit of this is me like patting myself on the back because I, th I thought of it while I was watching the the Steve Eisman press conference. But when they yeah. started talking about the the four year deal and avoiding Larkin's contract year, you know, then then you start thinking about how how are how is the Lucas Raymond contract going to work out? It is is. Does it make sense for Cider to maybe not start with the Red Wings this year? Because it, it seems like they have enough guys to fill out a roster without him. Uh, so by that, I'm just saying, like, are, are we not going to see, like, that cut into 
uh, the cider contract signings yet. Uh, you know, those RFA deals where the, you can you can push them out an extra year if they're not playing those nine games. Of course, we don't even know how that's going to change based on, uh, you know, everything going on with COVID. So all that being wrapped together, um, there is that potential, I think, to see on the same season, Mantha, Lucas Raven, Mo Sider need to get paid. And, and that's that's that could be an, a problem. But I also see it because they're they're all going to be hitting like this potential point, right? This is this is going to be that last chance for Mantha uh, statistically, based on his age and when players start to regress. That's going to be that last chance to get the most out of Mantha. But then, uh, I mean, Lucas Raymond, I mean that that's going to be it right there. That's going to be him hitting his prime. And gosh darn, uh, if if you want to see, you know. A, a guy starting his prime and knowing that a big contract could be on its way if he has an amazing season. I just kind of thought, like, all right, we've been playing this game of uh, five years last year uh, uh, before we're playoff contenders, or four to five, and then this year we we have to follow along that line and say Red Wings rant says three to four years if we're, <laughs> we're going to say anything mattered in the last season of the podcast. So that means – we're going to get those awesome contract year player productions um, right when everything's supposed to be coming together. <clears throat> and we're even going to have another draft pick under our belt, too. So, honestly, I I thought I saw that as number one because that now becomes that season where we're, we, could go, we could be more than just those playoff contenders and kind of take a big jump. You know, when you, you see those guys, the, those teams that are just talked about being in the bubble, and then all of a sudden they're challenging for first place in the division all season, I think that could be us. I, I'm ready. Look, we've been pessimistic for <laughs> uh, a year and a month now, so I, I think now's the time where I go, this is going to be, that'll be the year. That, that'll be when Mantha's like, oh, shoot, I've been injured these last three years. I got to get paid this year, so Mantha's going to make it through a season. Our rookies are going to do great. That fourth year on that contract, I'm telling you, everybody, that's going to be playoffs. That's going to be the potential <clears throat> for, for us to finally be back in it and make our mark. And then, of course, that'll be when Iserman gets his, his real test. Do you reward Mantha at that point? Um, and what are you going to do with all them rookies, uh, current rookies, of course, at the time? Uh, hopefully they're three-year vets. Anyways, uh, I, I thought that was the most important. Um but I, I'm, I'm ready it's to... just there's so much good. You can't really have a wrong answer with that debate. There's That's so true. much good out of it. Yeah. That is, that is a, a more fun question to analyze, I think, for all the fans, is when you get to go, how how good is everything? Right. <laughs> everything hasn't necessarily been so great. Um, Mike, another thing uh, I want everybody to check out is bodpodcast.com. We didn't mention it at the top of the show, uh, but uh, let's take a look. Um, if, uh, if y'all could, it, it is uh, bodpodcast.com where we host all of our conversations and, uh, blogs and all discussions, uh, about pro wrestling. And of course, Red Wings rant, as you can see on the screen now, uh, at that, uh, at this, I don't know, at the site, what am I talking? Okay, there we go. So, uh, what I want you guys to check out, we do have the realistic opening night lineup for the 2021 Detroit Red Wings. It's kind of weird to say 20. Like, we're not saying 2020, 2021 anymore. We're talking like, all right, season starts in January, so strictly just 2021. Nice and easy. It's like baseball. Any who's, um, who's, who's that opening night lineup? And we've got Jesse Beck uh, putting, in, uh, putting in the work, putting together what I thought was a pretty great lineup. Uh, I'll give you guys a teaser here. We scroll down. He has, uh, yeah, this, there, there's a lot that he went over. So this was not just an easy, let's go to cat friendly Let's go to hockey reference and I'll pick out some guys. Uh, this is, this is legit. <laughs> uh, so just to, just to give you guys uh, a quick look, I won't, I won't let you see that full line up there. Uh, but the first line, and then you guys can head on over and check out all the analysis. Uh, first line forwards, uh, Bobby Ryan, Dylan Larkin, Anthony Mantha, of course, newly signed Anthony Mantha, as we just talked about. Uh, I, I say you guys want to go check this out. Uh, this sort of seemed like a challenge among all, Red Wings content creators to make sure you got a lineup out there. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't find too many holes, but uh, I want you guys to take a look. Let us know what you think in the comments for this blog. And uh, you know, how, how would you change things for this lineup or um, is it, uh, is it perfect? 
Anywho, uh, check it out, vodpodcast.com, brotherstodiscussion.com. You just want to click those links to go to Red Wings Rant. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't remind y'all that we have our shop open. And if uh, you are a Red Wings Rant faithful member, we do have this sweet-looking mug that I'm a huge fan of. I, Mike, I can't wait for my tethered uh, sweatshirt pullover hoodie to show up with Red Wings Rant in the, uh, in the center there. Uh, we've got those three different colors for you to pick from. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to look quite like that. There's going to be more of a tummy in the middle area there, but, uh, well, that's where all the snacks go. What was that? That's where all the snacks go. Exactly. Thank you, Toby. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, check, check it out. Uh, bodpodcast.com brothers, the discussion.com. Uh, it, it is live, ready to go. And, uh, Ready, we're ready for your support. That's 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 right. That's where we're going. Support. All right. Um, oh, go ahead. So, Mike, we have uh, oh, what I want to do. Oh, I, I don't know how deep we want to dive into this, but oh, uh, <laughs> Iserman said uh, Dmitry Timishev is exploring other options. Um, maybe he's not seeing a spot for him on the roster. You know, maybe he's like me. Maybe, maybe he's more like. Uh, Looking inwardly and going, can I do the job? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm the only. I feel like I'm the only one who ever struggles with that. But anyway, um, could could be uh, some changes to what uh, the lineup projections that we have on BODpodcast.com just based on that statement. Um, I know he's doing pretty good on my NHL 21 franchise, which we'll get into in a minute. But uh, Mike, I'm, I might need to reset the franchise to make it more accurate and uh, remove Timishoff based on uh, based on what Stevie Y put out there in his press conference this mm-hmm. week. Well, I guess uh, I don't know if he he does. He thinks he's not quite at the Svechnikov level. Evgeny, I'm talking about on our team, uh, but not the uh, the good one. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I I just I would if I was him, I, you know. The Red Wings, uh, we've, had, we've had a lot of injuries. There's a, there's a pretty good chance you're going to be playing, uh, you know, at the, the major league level. Um, I, I I don't know if I would be making this move. Um, I, I don't know if a lot of teams are, are clamoring for what he's, you know, offered um, on a resume so far. So I, I would be, you know, making calls to, you know, the Ottawa's of the world, maybe the Rangers, before, you know, before all their real prospects start getting call-ups. Uh, but, uh, you know. As far as icing a team, that means that almost anybody can make it. You can make it. Just a little bit of effort, and you're on. Yeah, we're speaking into the camera. You, um, Anthony Mantha's. You know, we we've seen how quickly he gets hurt. Uh, like a week into the season, you could be on the first line. <laughs> um, so I I don't know. I, I if I was his advisor, his agent, I would you know maybe maybe one more year. You know, at, at the at the Red Wings and. Um, yeah, I mean, we really have contribute on the stat sheet before you start shopping yourself around. I, and we really have no idea what's going on here. I mean, it could just be him looking at what's going on in the U.S. Maybe he was waiting to see who would win uh, the election. Maybe now that Biden's president, he's like, hey, this will all get figured out finally. Um, <laughs> quick shout out to anybody uh, <laughs> that uh, voted Biden. Bye bye. Um, any hoozles, uh, that could have been, I mean, that could be the case. He's just like, all right, this situation in the U S is so screwed up. I can't put in a long-term contract right now. I have no idea what the hell's going on. Um, as, as other Red Wings are playing in other countries right now. Right. Like, yeah. so what's, what's it, what is he in a rush to sign with Detroit to just have a contract with us? And then we can loan his rights out to somebody else. Uh, maybe not the best situation in the world for him. So I totally understand um, I mean, it's not anything where I, I think there's they're anywhere near like cutting his name off of you know that the the list of, of who who could be filling out a roster. But like, you want to make sure that you're cutting off that your ball hairs. Wait, what do I say? Uh, avoid the tickle and and shave your pickle. Was that what I said? Uh, don't bleed from a nickel. Shave that pickle. Something like that. <laughs> Uh, of course, we're talking about the Lawnmower 3.0 uh, from Manscaped. Uh, Mike, we, we had a wonderful uh, review of the podcast this week, um, which actually reminds me of another bit of advertising to go over as well. But um, <laughs> hearing from the UK Red Wings fan uh, Twitter account, letting us know, uh, like, 
like you always hear, you know, from from folks like, oh, I, I love the show or, or it's, yeah. it's such a fun lesson. But we got the evidence that uh, actually a, a, a listener, because they said, I enjoy listening to your awkward lawnmower 3.0 advertisements <laughs> <laughs> every week, <laughs> where I think everybody just a little bit like you, you either getting queasy or you're just like, do I hit the 30 second forward button? But honestly, oh, folks, we, yeah, we it gets awkward because it gets real, right? We we get real with the lawnmower three. You know, it, we tell you what it's really like. I know that. Um, it I feel kind of bad because it's mostly for men. But you know, when you get that fresh haircut and uh, not necessarily a buzz, but it's just kind of short. Yep. And it kind of feels like that bunny first double on the back. Yeah. Um, it feels really nice. And the other day I used my lawnmower, uh, 3.0 and I had the same effect on my balls. So I was just sitting there kind of like, not like in a dirty way, but I was kind of like, Oh, this is, I did a good job. I got a good little I was gonna know, like say, barbershop haircut. Yeah. This is quickly turning into, you know, a pet house forum. Uh, so I was at home petting my scrow. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just saying, guys, you're gonna you're gonna like how the lawnmower treats you. That's all I'm getting at. <laughs> if you guys want to have a soft patch of grass, head on over to manscaped.com. Use promo code THPN, get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, the lawnmower 3.0 package. We've talked about all the fun goodies that comes along with it, so you guys got to check it out. Manscaped. Love that ball lotion. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, deodorant too. That that's yeah. a good one. Um, lawnmower 3.0 package at manscaped.com. Use promo code THPN to get 20% off and free shipping. I guarantee your 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 balls will thank you. All right, Mike, we are we're back. Um, but here, here's here's the thing. I did kind of forget we have another uh, item to discuss. Uh, yes. So what? Those, what those remaining do? those remaining funds on that cap sheet, man. You pose the question. You get to pick two things that Eiserman will do with the remaining funds. Now you took uh, some pretty diligent notes. I uh, I have some secret sauce on my side too. I'm I'm pretty pumped to share. But Matt, you pose the question: two things that you want to do. Looks like the Red Wings are at, after the Mantha signing. They're at like 71. Um, I believe the cap space I have left is about a little under 10. Are you uh, getting with, that from Cap Friendly? Um, now I am. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's a little project. under 10. They got like 9, 9.5. But right. um, there's some moves to be had. We got like 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, we got like 12 guys who are going to be uh, unemployed next season. So there's definitely room to <laughs> shed a few of these if you want to do something a, a little a little more uh, exciting. So maybe well, that's maybe that's the route all, I took. All of this comes from the Steve Eisman quote. Okay, and, and if you hadn't seen it, this is what Steve said. There's a lot of players still on the free agent market. I, you know, I'm going to pause right there. That is, is, for Steve to say that now is huge. Like, we, we kind of been looking at this roster the last couple of weeks, and, you know, we pretty much said it's, it's, it's all set. And we've just been waiting for Timishoff and Mantha to sign contracts. And then we were like, all right, then we'll get rolling into whenever hockey's going to start again. Um but for Steve to say there's a lot of guys on the free agent market still, uh, it's just, you know, that's that's where you're like, okay, so we're not done. We're, we've got apparently, you know, either seventh defenseman or we've got some forwards that are going to rotate in and out that we weren't necessarily anticipating. Um, we have a lot of bodies right now. This is Steve continuing. Uh, I do think there's uh, room potentially to add, and I would consider it uh, as we go along or when we get closer to knowing when we're going to start. As far as the trade market, it's pretty quiet around the league. Certainly, we'd be open to listening. Um, that one is <laughs> still just talking about weaponizing the cap. Uh, and, and I think uh, a lot of the trade market, Mike, is going to come from some of these restricted free agents that still need signing. Uh, Elias Pettersson, uh, Matthew Barzell on the top of that list. Um going to put teams who aren't even uh, over the cap, which Vancouver is, uh, but somebody like the New York Islanders are definitely going to have to go over the cap to make sure they sign their superstar forward. So that's where the question came in, Mike. Um, what are we going to do with the remaining funds? Not only do we know there's teams that need to make cap space, they got to make room, uh, but we also have Steve Weisserman just throw it out there. Ah, shoot, I'm still looking at free agents, so uh, we're not done. I love that news. Um... <laughs> you sound excited. 
the most uh like my favorite part of sports i mean the playoffs are great uh, right but i arguably more exciting for me is every off season and kind of watching teams reshuffle the deck you know the player movement i would rank that above the playoffs i'm sorry i don't know why maybe it's just the uh video gamer inside me who every every time maybe i have a player on my team who had one bad game and then i put him on the block and see what he's worth um that's my favorite part so matt i know you got two guys that you're eyeballing over there maybe a couple moves matt what do you got for us well i i was pretty hot on this guy especially considering he's he's gonna go and and do the whole signing thing himself uh so everybody uh who's you know those hardcore hockey fans already know i'm talking uh, Anthony Duclair. Um, so we didn't get uh, what do you call that? Um, not uh, not the offer sheet. Um, what, what what do you call that when you're a restricted free agent? Ottawa needs to send out the the what you have it, and, and they did. Oh, whatever. That so he's a, he's an unrestricted free agent now. He can, <laughs> there's no issues with Anthony Duclair signing anywhere. Um, he can do as he please, and and I think. Right now, what we're seeing is either it, it's tough to do this when it's just the player, or we're not seeing a ton of interest for Anthony Duclair because we don't see a lot of conversations going around on like the rumor mill or anything. So I want to do what Steve Eiserman said and wait till we get closer to the season because I think the amount that he's going to be asking for is probably just going to keep going down. So I, I'm I'm a fan of Anthony Duclair. Again, I've mentioned before, and we've had Senzauer – a podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network kind of give us uh, their take where they're not super huge fans of uh, of Duclair. And essentially, Mike, you could make the argument, we we would just be picking up another Andreas Athanasiu. But uh, I, I think it would be something that makes sense for where the mindset always is for Steve Eisman, like getting these guys with the potential. And the longer we wait, I think uh, the more he's sweating, uh, the cheaper that contract's going to be. Uh, the only issue, like as I've been doing some research online, a, a lot of folks kind of think that this is going to be a longer term deal for Duclair. Uh, so if it is long, avoid it. If you can get him short, cheap. I like Duclair. We saw him again. We we got the up close personal look where his best games last season were against us. So ow. So like again, we we kind of have this look of Duclair that is that might be different across the league from everybody else. But uh, you know, maybe it's a little Caesars Arena, and if he plays forty games in there, it's uh. Let's see how many how many goals he score against us. So that's yeah, about 120 goals. The production, no, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, oh, but part part two here is uh, like I mentioned, um, Brock Besser um, is is going to be. Oh, let me back up uh, for the Vancouver Canucks uh, and signing Elias Pettersson. Uh, the the rumors have been swirling that Brock Besser's on on the market. I think that's an option, but that seems more along the lines of where we talked about like this timetable for the Red Wings. You go get a Brock Besser in a couple of years. I don't think right now is the time. But I do think, as I mentioned a few uh, months ago, I, I might uh, – it's two years, it's six million, but we have a ton of cap. I, I, I'm going to say Louis Erickson, and uh, I think you can get more than one draft pick. Uh, and, and, again, we're talking about – bringing over, uh, weaponizing the cap space, bringing over a player and getting some draft picks to take over some cap space so that uh, the Vancouver Canucks can uh, benefit and be able to sign their players. But um, you do Louis Erickson uh, because I think you're getting more than one draft pick because it's a two-year deal. And I think Steve gets to sit there and go, look, these other weaponized contract trades, you get one high draft pick and that's because it's only going to hurt the other team for one season. But this is really, you know, this is going to crush the Red Wings for two. Uh, so I, I, I do think that is is why I want to look at that. And, and it's something too. Maybe you're even talking like two first rounders because you're going, shoot, I got to spend six million for two years on this guy. And I think that still works for the Red Wings. And I, I'm fine with what it yeah. does to our cap space next season. So those are my. If I'm going to spend the rest of this cap. Um, and again, everybody in the chat, let us know what you're thinking. Are, are there two, what are the two moves you'd make with this cap space? But I'm going Anthony Duclair because I think that can be had cheap. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, Louis Erickson, even though it's really going to hurt us for two years, we're not going to win the cup in the next two years. So cool. <laughs> I'm in. Mike, um, what you got? Man, I got, I got a couple moves for you too. Um, I think one of them is definitely, uh, 100% much more conservative than the other move I'm going to suggest. 
Um, yeah. But something that, something that Steve's been doing, uh, kind of building this roster, is uh, he's been buying low. He's been buying low on people who, you know, maybe have not had, uh, you know, maybe great luck or maybe their last season wasn't that great. Um, you know, we saw it with, uh, they tried it with Perlini. You know, it worked with Robbie Fabry. Um, they're going to try it with Bobby Ryan. Um, and I think another guy who's who's still kind of hanging around. He's still out there. He had kind of a rough season last year. Um, only put together about, you know, 30 points in 63 games. So, you know, not quite the level that he's he's performed at in the past. Um, and we don't really have any centers. Uh, so I would take a look at Michael Grandlin, um, you know, see what Ooh. he wants financially. Yeah. Um, especially if he, you know, he's still out there, you know, another week goes by, maybe a month goes by, and he's still not quite getting the phone calls and, Uncle Steve pulls that, uh, you know, shrewd <laughs> negotiator cap on and, uh, you know, seduces Grandlin to come be uh, our second line center, maybe. Um, just I, potentially I, adds a lot of depth. Um, and, you know, maybe his, his uh, pucks and nets, uh, you know, weren't as impressive. But Corsi at, like, 52 last season, eh, you know, not, not god awful. You know, not no, it's, it's great. It's it's really good. He he's a solid possession guy. I, I I think you're don't don't sell him short on that. That that is a good that is a good number. That that is that is a good pick. Yeah. Uh so that one I think is much more feasible. Now, my other my other one, Matt, this is uh this is the big sexy. This is Kevin Nash stepping over the top rope on this one. <laughs> now, it requires a lot of emotional manipulation. It requires a lot of furrowed brows and a lot of fuck yous and <laughs> for this to happen. Okay. Yeah. But it's still in the realm because, you know, it turns out hockey players are people and they do get pissed off and they do want to move. So this guy has a, uh, the NMC in his contract. Um, you know, so he gets to, you know, play the veto game. Uh, yeah, you know me. Sorry. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you love Matt, that. It would, right. uh, uh, yeah, I really uh, no-sold that one for you. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Shut so, up, Matt. <laughs> if we do this, that means other another move would have to happen. So we'd have to do a subtraction to make this work. But. Patrick Kane might be on the market because Jesus he's Christ. really upset with the Blackhawks being in rebuilding mode, knowing that they have a cane on their payroll and a Taves among other people. So if he wants to get moved to another team, the only way it's happening is if he says it's okay. And I got to think, you know, if he's going to go somewhere, you know, we we've seen that these seductive powers of Iserman, I don't know what what kind of voodoo he's pulling out there, but it's working. And if Kane says, you know what, Chicago, you guys treated this season like crap. You looked at, you know how much hard work I do in the offseason to score like 100 points a year, and this is what you're going to do to me is completely dismantle our team and then make just me and poor John uh, try to carry us into like an eighth or seventh seed. I'm out. I want to go to Detroit, and you have to – Trade me because I'm sitting out. I'm not playing. I don't care what you do to me. I don't care I, if you deduct money. I'm not playing. So I loved Mike. I loved your Grandlin take. I think there's a great argument to make that that <laughs> now, really helps the wings. Now here's the thing. Now if we just signed <laughs> Mantha, right? So we're looking at like three or four years here with Mantha Larkin, right? And then we got a bunch of guys dropping off next season. We would have to, you know, uh, have somebody help us out and move one contract. Um, we'd have to give up one of our, maybe one, two of our young forwards. You know, I'm looking at you, Valeno. I'm looking at you, Rasmussen. Really, uh, Sergio. Oh, Rasmussen, no problem. Yeah. Um, Rasmussen. <laughs> no, and the only cool thing that. is, you know, we're looking at next season, for example. Um, you know, we have our one first-round pick. And, yeah. you know, I talked about, I, I brought it up, emotions being high. And maybe Eiserman is just like, you know what? We're not getting a fair deal in this goddamn draft lottery. Fuck it. You know, I don't want another top five pick. I want number one or two or I'm out. And if you get Kane, you are getting a top pick. Yeah, but he's um, 30. 
He's 31. He's 31. <laughs> Matt, in the NHL, that's the new 21. No. So what you do it's, is you throw in Valeno. drop off. Let's you start throw it. in Valeno. You throw in maybe Erasmus. Oh, my it. God. You throw in a Chalowski, and you throw in a first, and you got three seconds. You throw in a first, a second, oh. and a third. And all of a sudden, it is electric at Little Caesars Arena. Well, maybe not inside because there's no fans. But, Matt, there will be people wearing masks, watching TVs to watch Patrick Kane play with Michael Granlin. We go, yeah. Can we go back to talking about that Michael Granlin pick? Because I it's love that. that. Far, I think it's out there, Matt. I think if he gets really upset about the, with the Blackhawks, Eisenman's right there. Just... I feel like Kramer right now. Oh, it's out there. <laughs> Eisenman's got his Cody Rhodes ear going. He's Jesus. like, "Come on, I got, I got young forwards up the wazoo." And Matt, yeah, but, no. even if you are giving up some of your young guys, I, I, you know, we still got. Uh, where's my boy at? I just wrote his name down. We got Matthias uh, Brome just sitting there. He's just locking no. him up, man. Nope. Look, Our 26-year-old puppy loaned out even, him back. We don't even have the space right now to make that work. You know what? We, if it's Patrick Kane, you make it work. No, you don't because he's You 31. make it work. Man. There's a, there's a re like, even the Blackhawks are like, this isn't enough for us to be competitive anymore. But yeah. Yeah, but you get, you get a, a first-round pick from the Red Wings. Okay, I can't, I, listen, I, I can't understand. believe that you are suggesting we get rid of a first round pick for this. We're there. You so have many... to get listen, our picks are not as valuable as like the New York Rangers picks, right? Who are gonna you, get the number one you pick. Could, you could trade it for go for Matt Barzell instead. Why well, don't want Matt Barzell when I could get Patrick Kane? Oh my god. All right. Come on. I Mike, I'm so angry right now with you i can't even you know what i don't want to hear about know. i don't want to hear about your anger because I, if he was a like red wing you'd be getting a jersey the next night no hell no hell you'd be no. getting a little I hat wouldn't. that says kane and hellfire nope. and brimstone on it nope. <laughs> like wwe style oh my god all right so well, we can do we can do the boring michael granlin and everything's responsible and the next season you know maybe we'll call some guys up and watch our guys get some seasoning in the minor leagues or you you go all in. This sounds like you you hit that point where you're like, I can't do it anymore. I can't talk about this team anymore. So now you've just completely lost it. You're 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 bringing up these insane. You no no. <laughs> not that insane. No. Emotions no, are emotions are high. Steve's mad at the draft lottery process. Patrick Kane is furious with the Blackhawks. We've Man. seen Steve. We've seen Steve do some crazy stuff with Martin Saint-Louis. Right. That's this the other is, thing. This is now a Martin Saint-Louis move. Now you're helping but in Blackhawks. Reverse. Now, now, not only are you not only are you losing what Iserman said, where he's like, "Get me draft picks." Now you're you're also helping the Blackhawks by giving them our first round pick, which will probably be a lottery pick. You, yeah, but we've seen that you're. Oh, you're gonna get the Lucas Raven. Oh, okay, he's good. But you know what I'm saying? The Red Wings don't have good luck in that draft lottery. So screw it. We're out. There's so many different names you could. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about a guy who's on the block and he's going to be mad. And potentially, oh. the reason I'm bringing this up is he's if, if he gets mad enough and he's like, I only want to play for one or two teams, I'm out. You figure out a way to make this move happen or I'm just sitting here on the pine. Um, I, I You might be able to get a little bit of a discount, like an angry discount, because he wants to be an out-of-town deal. And he's, he's only signed for like three more years. So I know you're upset about his age. But that kind of lines up with where Larkin and Mantha and probably you know Bertuzzi are going to be lining up contract wise. It's not as it's not as bananas as you think. I think I yeah, but then we're paying him for th that takes away all of our flexibility for the next three years where we could still weaponize the cap and sign other but guys. It, it almost contracts. it's one contract. It's like a million bucks from working this year, and then next year you're still going to have all those guys dropping off, so you still will have flexibility to fill out the roster. And you have all these young guys sitting there with all their you know pedally nine hundred and you know thirty seven k that you can call up. So then you'll, you know, give them another year of seasoning. You Best. fill it out with some rookies. And this is this is what you do. You get a superstar and fill it out with some goofs. This is the moment where I hate COVID you fill, the most. You fill it out with some Jake Gensels. This is the moment I hate COVID the most because I want to strangle you so bad right now. I I want 
I, mean, I never wanted to give me a hug. Someone such more. a good idea. I've never wanted to murder someone more, and because of COVID, I can't. I, I don't want to break any COVID quarantine rules, uh, so I can't murder you. Like the whole reason <laughs> that you take first round picks is so you can I, have top flight players. And if you could trade a first for Patrick Kane, you wouldn't do it. No, because you get a first round pick because it's a it's a much lower. You cross risk. your fingers. You know because you the, hope the that financial, he turns out. The you financial hope that he aspect, turns out like Patrick Kane. The financial risk is much lower. And you have potential to make other moves. That t- you've eliminated the other moves. All right, I can't. I'm so mad at you right now. I could. Oh my god! I this webcam is seconds away from being thrown across. Like I just want to destroy it, just so I can not see you right now. Oh, I guess I'd have to destroy my new laptop. All right, what's, here we go. What's great is that <clears throat> if you break your computer. <clears throat> that means I could start uh, doing solo shows about Patrick Kane <laughs> being a Red Wing. <laughs> <laughs> just change that to the logo before anything yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. he's gonna stick around and be a blackhawk i think until the end of that contract because nobody wants to touch that thing it's not that I, bad. a superstar like he's not a good player he's a superstar matt <sighs> a superstar not a good player a superstar mike if i was if i was icing a team in nhl 21 i would do it because who knows how many seasons I'm going to play in NHL 21. Mike, it's time to talk about NHL 21. Um, Let's talk about the first move I would make in NHL 21. Yeah, Mike. What did, what did you do with your Red Wings franchise in NHL 21? Because I we, think we all know that you <laughs> traded two first-round picks for Patrick Kane. It was actually a collection of seconds and a uh, gentleman's uh, uh, capped off. And uh, the Blackhawks agreed uh, for some salary uh, dump reasons. So it really worked out well for my virtual Red Wings team. Oh, um, my God. All right. <laughs> so I, I want to jump in first because this is um, – how, how many years has it been since you've played the NHL franchise? Uh, has it Pavel, been over a decade? Pavel Bure was the best player in the game. Jesus. It's been that long? Yeah. Um. Okay. So <laughs> – it's been quite a learning curve, let me tell you. Yeah. you. You can't just hit the speed burst button anymore. There isn't a speed burst button. Well, you gotta you gotta click down on your on your left joystick. I guess there's a speed burst button. That's how good I am at this game. I've been missing out on that. It's <laughs> essentially been me doing the same play ad nauseum, where I have one guy go right, and then I wait for a one timer on the left, and that's how I get ninety percent of my goals. So that's that's actually part of my my issues with it, and I I just I couldn't. I'm struggling so much with this game. I, I I'm totally like I I I I think I've gone multiple years in franchise mode of 82 and 0 for like every game going back, and you win your Stanley Cup, and I go you know. Yeah. I, I think I've lost some of the playoff games because it actually does get it does get a little bit harder. But uh, I I mean. This, I, I've started out now in the game in franchise mode. I am like three, four, and one. So that's 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 me only winning three out of eight games. It is so goddamn effing hard. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some fun here. I, I actually recorded uh actually oh, recorded. No. <laughs> We're Let's gonna watch if, a uh, clip of you playing. There we go. Okay, um, there's a good uh Oh no stoppage. Did oh. you record a stoppage and play? Like, yeah. What's that for? That's all it is. It's just a stoppage. Right, here's a here's a face um, off here. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so everybody can watch how terrible yeah, I am. Matt right wins now. the face but off. I can't. What? Look at me try and get Crosses through the blue line. What kind of shot was that, Matt? You had a bad angle. That's terrible. I I struggle so much to get set up in the zone. Like the the poke check in this game is insane. I can't. I can't get through. Look at look at this. What I was just trying to dump it, and they <laughs> knocked the puck out of the air, and they're like, "Nope." I, I I think I've given up so many second, third, and fourth chance opportunities in this game. It's insane. But um, <laughs> maybe I should stop sharing this. People are gonna think I really suck. Anyway, uh, I do. What did I just say? I'm three and eight or three and five. And you just disqualified every opinion you've ever shared. I'm sorry. Um, so how bad there's this video been. Is. There's been updates that came out, but uh, Mike, I, I'm angry at how difficult this is. Look at that shot. Look at it. It's just incredible. Their, their checking ability is insane. 
You know that, it looks that's... like? It looks like you need Patrick Kane on your team because he oh, can skate out. right past most of those uh, poke checks. <laughs> yeah, if you guys if you guys want to check out how terrible I am, I started sharing the videos on our YouTube page, which is uh, the Brothers of Discussion. But um, yeah, let's let's get back to the 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 meat. Yeah, of we the don't moment. we don't need to see more evidence, right? Yeah. I, I don't want anybody to see the next couple of goals go. Now, what we should do. Broke. What we need is a video of my uh, shrewd negotiation skills, Iserman style, uh, when I got Patrick Kane without including a first. Pretty impressive. Did you really trade for Patrick Kane? You bet your ass I did. God. Uh, I saw that oh. it was in the rumor mill in real life, so I was like, you know what? Me too, Steve. Me too. <laughs> Watch this. But I simulated that first season just so I could get another lottery pick, and then I traded for another first rounder, and that... That didn't go so hot because I actually traded away. I traded Mantha and Bertuzzi for first round picks because uh, they didn't want to sign with me anymore. So I was like, fine, wow. fine, get out of here. I don't need you. Anyways, uh, I traded them both for third rounders because I was just, you know what? That's what you're worth to me. I was pretty upset when they wouldn't resign. So, well, let me, let me, uh, let me kind of. I turned down more lucrative offers to send a message. Let me get my head wrapped around uh, my thoughts on this. Um, all right, we got to wrap it up because we have 56 mode. minutes, man. What do you got? Yeah, the franchise mode, I think, is broken. And I, I hope they're going to fix it because not only is, is the gameplay – I like, I can get around the idea of just that I suck because I I, I, I do become addicted to the NHL game. So <laughs> I, it, it hasn't stopped me from, like, it being so hard. I just keep going in and I just keep losing. So that's what's going on. But when I want to improve my team, the problem with the franchise mode is the trades uh, are, are – they are actually cited uh, for us. If you go into that trade deadline day, I just waited. Uh, like I got offers for Philip Zadina in my latest trade deadline that were uh, two first rounders and a second rounder for Philip Zadina. And like, to me, I'm kind of like, all right, you know what? Yeah, I'll take that. No problem. <laughs> I feel like we're still rebuilding. That's a lot. Yeah. So if you're patient and you wait all day in that trade deadline thing, it'll work out in your favor. Uh, I just don't think that should work out that way. So I think that's broken. But the worst thing, Mike, is that when you when you're looking at draft prospects, it it automatically uh, will scout guys that are projected as like the 700th prospect. Like they're ranked, uh, you know, how many 200 some draft picks? They're ranked in the 700s and the thousands. So they have all these made up players that you can scout. That's how deep it goes, and that's where the game defaults is to scout those guys. So everything about franchise mode, I, I would say I'd give that a D minus. Even though I'm addicted and I'm still going to play, it is a pain in the ass after every game to reset what your scout is doing so that you don't waste. So I, I simulated that first season to get my lottery pick. Nobody was scouted except for guys that were in the 700s and later. Because I thought, I don't need to do this. Uh, I'm just going to draft one of the top, you know, one of the top 10 guys. Yeah. And it turns out I did have to ask him to scout. So that, to me, gets a D-. minus. Mike, the B in pro mode, I'm going to give a B plus because it's still mixed with that terrible gameplay. And I do I do like the the elements of um, well, uh, the um, the role-playing elements where, where you're actually building up your character and you can um, go to different skill trees and make your character better not just by playing well in, in the season, but uh, putting together the right elements so that you can build out. Like uh, my guy is like six foot seven, 230 pounds. Uh, his name's still Matt. <laughs> um, but he uh, he's, he's going to be a power forward. And, but I, I'm also upgrading all of like his deking stuff and the speed stuff. So he's just going to be an absolute beast once he gets uh, to the NHL. Uh, I would like some more flexibility on like which team you get to go to because um, I did get drafted by the New York Rangers and that really killed my interest <laughs> in continuing to be a pro mode. Yeah. But um, I, I again, B plus there. I think it still has a long way to go to be as good as like the basketball game. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the improvements they made. I like, cause I, I love the basketball game, um, yeah. but I do think that, I wish that they would steal that idea for a trade deadline day. Um, and I think the NBA would, you know, find a way to really, you know, make it fascinating because that's historically a day where a lot of crazy stuff happens, especially, you know, even for Detroit. Um, 
So I think that's a high point for the NHL's uh, franchise mode. Um, but <laughs> the um, yeah, the scouting is a complete nightmare. It's almost like they just go in alphabetical order. And yeah. uh, you know, I guess we'll start with uh, Anders Anderson with double A double A to start. You know, his, his first and last name. And uh, you 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 have to explain to your scouts to let's take a look at Alexi Lafreniere. What do you think of that? Right. Uh, hold on there. We got to do the double A's first before we go to the guys <laughs> you've actually heard of. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate appreciate my scouts taking a look at Keenan Draper. But, you know, I kind of want to see what I'm going to do at the first round because that's the guy <laughs> who's actually going to make the team. Um, I wish they'd look at Keenan Draper. They, I mean, they're looking at yeah, guys I mean, he's from other planets. over Anders Anderson. Um, but, yeah, that's got to be a little help. Um, and I will say that uh, there's a, a pretty big learning curve to – uh, moving uh, with the left stick and then the right stick is essentially almost all your stick handling until you add in another button. So it's it's such a um, like all purpose device. It's 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 a little a little unique. Uh, I think you know to, to to think about you know there used to be pass button, shoot button, uh, slap shot button, wrist wrist shot button, um, uh, you know stuff like that, and now to do almost everything with you know that that one stick, and then you just kind of manipulate what you're doing, you know, with like a, a trigger button. Um, there's a little bit of a learning curve for sure. Um, so I, I, it's almost to the point where the learning curve. I should probably just go in the backyard and learn some real stick handling, like Pavel Datsuk, like with an egg, uh, because it's it's that it's that tough to master. Um, yeah, even even for me, like God, the the rugby goals are just not gonna happen for me. Uh, I I just don't I don't see that. Uh, I'm sorry, the I just said rugby goals, the lacrosse goals. I just went. Oh, what, yeah, what's like, the what's the game that douchebag? You, you just cra crash into the goalie. Uh. <laughs> One of those two. <laughs> yeah, the the lacrosse goal uh, is so freaking difficult. Um, the other I, thing, I, the other thing I missed too is like you said with the poke checking, like they made the defense lot. I think forcing you to really focus on your angles. Uh, I get why they're doing it to, you know, say that's a more realistic game, but that for me is almost like, you know, turning on ESPN four and watching real boxing where it's just mostly like, you know, defensive maneuvers um, right. where what I want is Rocky three and four, where there's just huge slobber knocker, open ice hits. Um, and those <laughs> take so much timing. And I can't tell you how many times my guy's just checking open air and hitting a ghost, and there's a three-on-one break going the other way. <laughs> so I really miss the Rocky Three element in the hockey game. Um, but I, I get why they're doing it, but uh, it makes me want to play NHL 94 again. Well, I think, uh, yeah, that's 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 an option too, isn't it? Or I yeah. might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It's, I, I just wish I could, I, I don't know. I want I want more of a medley of both, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, again, I'm, I'm going to give it right now. I, I think they can update the game, but that's like the last thing you want to do when you're scoring something is, is say, well, they'll probably update it and it'll get better. But uh, yeah, right right now is a guy who, who buys this game every year at, out of habit. Um, I think I, I can just go ahead and be honest and tell y'all if, if you're somebody that doesn't buy this every year, this is the year to skip it. Um, and I, I mean, it's, it's easy to see with, with all of the bugs and the way the gameplay works now. I mean, I, I can give this an easy C minus, uh, no problem. Wow. I will <laughs> give it, uh, um, I, like, like for fun. And I, I really like the way they set up the, uh, like you build your own, you know, menu and you, uh, you know, can go to hockey school, um, it was almost like they they knew that I was buying this game, so I will say <laughs> that knowing that I was I was getting it, it, it felt like it was for me, like the initial design. I'll give that a B, um, but for um, like a, a a difficulty learning curve and <laughs> feeling like I, I mastered everything, I feel like I got to keep going to school, and a few times with some of the skills. I kept trying to do what they they requested, and uh, I was I wasn't even looking at the screen anymore. I was holding the controller and doing it, and it felt like it wasn't succeeding until I watched a YouTube video. And a guy's like, "Oh yeah, it's because you got to hit left first. 
and then I would hit left first and immediately do the little skill request that they wanted. Yeah. So I think a lot of the um, idea behind it was a was a B, but the actual execution on a lot of the items is kind of like a D minus. I got I got pretty mad. Thank God for yeah. YouTube. It it's definitely like think about me and my uh, the way I'm thinking about it. Like I'm someone who buys this every year, and I'm still looking at it, going like, "Wow, they're not. They don't want anybody new to come to this game. Like they're they're still uh like they they really push you far away if if somebody wants to start playing now. Like they really start you at the bottom, and it's it's uh, at this point, you know, we, we've been learning every year how to play the game. At this point, it's probably too late. If uh, <laughs> you either have to be like eight years old and getting started this year, or it's just yeah, you gotta have that fresh, youthful, ball. spongy brain where you can right. retain new information. But for me, I'm still trying to dribble at center ice and uh, keep turning it over. So it's it's been uh, it's been uh, a learning experience for sure. Well, I've got one more thing to talk about, Mike, and then we'll wrap up. It's the uh, uh, giveaway that we're doing with the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, let me share this here so you guys can all take a peek. Um, we. Uh, we're we're giving away an authentic Adidas jersey. You can you can pick what you want, uh, but we're assuming Red Wings is the, is the direction you're going. Red so Wings, you Patrick want, Kane jersey. You want to go to B, at Bod Hockey? We have this tweet pinned. Um, you need to retweet this post and follow us and uh, the at Hockey Pod Net. So all those links are on the tweet. If uh, if you want to get in there, I mean, we're not asking much. All you got to do is follow and then uh, retweet this. So. If you're following us on Twitter, just go ahead and retweet the post. And then, uh, you know, if you have any buddies that uh, might be interested, you can always attach them to the post. And if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, uh, head on over to at BOD Hockey and go to our pinned tweets to see this guy and uh, get a chance to win an authentic Adidas Red Wings jersey. So uh, easy as pie there. Uh, but with that, Mike, I think it's time we sail off. Um gonna go eat some muffins i got a message from uh my wife that she made some cinnamon strusel muffins go to town on those and uh we will see y'all next week goodbye everyone i'm gonna sneeze (laughs) 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 all right